It is time for the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League Podcast, brought to you by WinningSynthetics.com, your one-stop for all things Amsoil, and TheHockeyArsenal.com. Now, here are your hosts, TJ Hollingsworth and Daniel Dave Dickerson. Take it away, boys. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another exciting action-packed, fun-filled adventure. A little thing we called Midlife Hockey Crisis, the Beer League Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Hollingsworth, joined, as always, via Zoom in this day of social distancing as he's munching down a delicious Oreo cookie and a ice-cold Coors Light. The one and only, the dangler, dangling, Dave Dickerson. What is up, big nuts? Dude, uh, birthday cake. Uh, Laney's, Laney's birthday Sunday, so I'm celebrating early. Well, there you go. Laney, of course, your little girl. How old is she going to be? Eight. Ovi. She's going to be oh, eight, boy. man. The great eight. All right. Very good. That's a good age. You know, there is a huge, huge conspiracy movement saying that Wayne Gretzky is behind the COVID-19 in order to stop Ovechkin from breaking his single-season record. What is your take on that, Dude, Dave? Uh, I could believe it. It's the first time hearing about it, but I could believe it. You know, I would not put anything past that guy just because of the fact that with his connections he's had to have made over his entire career in the sporting sports world, there, there's got to be something there that we don't know about, I think. Yeah, I, I smell a rat. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I smell a Marshawn somewhere. <laughs> oh, God. I, so over the weekend they had all the they had a bunch of games, 2808, 2009, like championships. Right. Yeah, I had enough of Marshawn after, after Saturday. My God. You know, it's funny. He's one of those guys. I don't like dirty players at all. Hate it. Can't stand it. I don't like showboats. It's just not my personality. I don't care to watch it. But it's like, usually guys like that aren't great. But when he's playing, he's a great player. But man, I just don't understand all the extracurricular stuff. His game, to me, doesn't seem feel like it needs that. But he does it anyway. I don't get it. Nah, he's a dirtbag. I mean, I sorry anybody in Boston. But yeah, I mean, he's such a good damn player. <laughs> I was watching. A dude has hockey smarts. He's good. You know, he can skate in and out. He finds you where you need to be found. But god damn, he's filthy. Just, yeah, just in and out of nowhere. I'll just come by and slew for somebody or something. Oh, I, I, just... I got so mad. I got so mad <laughs> just watching him. Uh, anyway, anyway. Cool, well, cool. Well, I just let, let's get to this. How's your family holding out? How you guys sur- uh, surviving? This is gosh, just like, our fourth week of uh, self-imposed lockdown here in Central Indiana. How you doing? How's the family doing? Uh, not so bad. I mean, I'm sticking around with each other. Uh, I mean, we're all closed up. It kind of sucks, but you know, at the same time, like when when's this going to happen again? You know, so we're trying to take each day. Uh, got the kids in school, homeschool. Luckily, my wife's administrator in education. So that works. Um, but yeah, man, we're, we're getting by. Uh, how are you, man? Doing good. Uh, it's my wife's, uh, in the healthcare industry. She's an administrator of a very large hospital here in central Indiana. So she's been busier than a one legged lady at a butt kicking yeah. contest. Uh, it's been nice having her home cause, uh, they, their, their particular hospitals decided they want as few people in that building as absolutely possible. Uh, just obviously, you know, with the, with the risk of, you know, spreading the spreading the virus either way, either to patients or from patients to to people. So she's been working from home, and uh, it, it, on one hand, it's kind of neat. It's the technology just kind of sneaks up on us, just like you and I. I mean, I'm looking right at you right now, and we're doing a pretty good yeah. little broadcast, uh, all with the magic of the internet and technology and everything else. And 
it's been it's been great. I I, I have not had her under <laughs> at home uh, with me for this amount of time, other than vacations, and those are typically no more than about eight or nine days at a time. So on that aspect, it's been great. Uh, I'm running out of stuff to do uh, for sure. Uh, in addition to this, I do some nightclub work. I, I host some game shows and some things like that at a couple of different uh, clubs here in town. So haven't been able to do that. Uh, I've done some landscaping. What else have I done? I've done, uh, put a hitch on my lawnmower. Boy, that was exciting. And, uh, tomorrow, oh, I did buy a new stereo for the, uh, for the, for the, for the Highlander indoor training facility. The one I had was just not up to Highlander. Yes, right. It's on 250 watts, lots of bass. So when we're able to get back together and train, uh, we'll be able to do so, uh, with, with proper music. That's very important. And, uh, let's see what I got tomorrow. I will sweep the floor of the Highlander indoor training facility, uh, install a shelf. Uh, to uh, <laughs> to house that uh, stereo unit. And uh, the highlight of my day is I have a huge AMSOIL order coming in from Winning Synthetics. Uh, I got some stuff for myself, my neighbor, and uh, a friend. So I've got like a, I've got three giant uh, boxes coming from AMSOIL. So I have a good time unpacking that. And then after that, dude, dude I, I am, uh, to... I'm, I'm running out. Austin, after I may have to swing through. I may have to swing out, man. I'm about ready for an oil change in about 500 miles. And you we can hook you up because what we do is, so, yeah. yeah. We just pull up on my driveway. It's a bit of an angle anyway. We just go in there with a sharp screwdriver and uh, pop a hole in the oil pan. The oil comes out. We're dumping it in as it's going out. So it's a very quick process. You don't need a new filter. And then we slap <laughs> some uh, uh, some flex tape on the bottom of that, and you're off. And then when you come back next time, we just pull the tape off. And we're <laughs> See, it's a little thing I'm All working right, on. The, 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 quick the flex, I'll take Yeah, exactly. I'll take Super it. quick change. Uh, I, I don't, I'm, I'm working on a patent for the idea of the flex seal on the oil pan. So don't tell me about that yet. Uh, I'll keep that my secret. Let's just not air this. And, you know, I think you might be good, man. You got a busy week. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm working to the end of the week and then I got the fabulous, uh, F word thrown at me. I'm on furlough. So, um, that kind of sucks, but it's like, I get to focus on school for a little bit longer though. Uh, I'll be, I'll be not buying those uh, new skates that were in my shopping cart. So we'll pause on that. <laughs> Probably not a bad idea under, under the circumstances. Yeah, yeah, they're going to send us back. I don't know what's worse, going going back to work or having to work off. We'll see. Well, that's that's what I've wondered through all this. Uh, how many people are going to go? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kind of digging this staying at home stuff. I'm just not going to go back. It's going to be like office space relived for everybody. I know, man. I'm ready. I'm I, I like the work I do. You know, I I work with a lot of good people. I'm ready to rock and roll here. I hear you. Well, it's kind of interesting this is all happening now because one year ago this time, I was still in a similar circumstances where I was kind of confined to my home and I couldn't play hockey. Uh, but for a, a, a vastly different reason, I had just uh, at the, uh, see, I think it was the third Sunday in March, I had broke my ankle, dislocated the, uh, the, the ankle joint and tore the ligament uh, playing hockey. And I was forced to sit out. And it just kind of occurred to me the other day as the picture started popping up in my, uh, my Facebook memories that oh, this is two summers in a row that I kind of haven't summer, in this case, spring so far, kind of stolen from me. It kind of, kind of bummed me out a little bit. Right. It popped up on my wife's, my wife and I share a feed, uh, Facebook. Let's say, let me just free phrase that. She has it. She put my name on there. We're on Ancestry. So all these clowns are looking for me. <laughs> um, dude, can you tell me, tell me what happened, man? I mean, uh, I, I like the story. I like your comeback story. You know, it, me being, uh, it, I'm going to be eventually in rehab, uh, physical therapy. I'm, I'm super interested. Maybe some of the folks are super interested. Um, I think we should kind of reserve this for that. What, um, can you tell me what happened, man? What happened? 
Um, what was the injury? If there's any technical names for it, or you can dumb it sure. down. Just kind of what happened. It, it was kind of one of those perfect storms, Dave. I had uh, I had just upgraded to a real nice pair of Bauer skates. Uh, I'd had some CCMs, your, the real basic, your your entry level. I can't even tell you the model number, uh, but it's the you know the seventy dollar ice skate or hockey skate. It was kind of one of those. Let's let's get these, see if this is going to work out. Of course, really ended up just enjoying hockey to death. So I, I spent a little money on some brand new skates and uh, decided to take a face off. Something I'd done maybe one time all season. And this, again, this is my first season yeah, playing. Yeah, it happened on a face off. Yeah. Yeah, and it was one of those I'd been watching some video on YouTube, and it was, you know, how to win a face-off and some things you can do. And one of the things I thought looked pretty cool is when you're, you know, you're down on your your, your offensive zone, uh, <laughs> after the face-off, whether you win it or not, you go in, you can tie the, you know, tie the other centerman up so he can't, you know, get involved in the play. And I thought, you know, I'm going to try that on this one. So puck drops and I, I can't remember if I if I won the face off or not I really have no clue and I have to go back I do have no, you all did. Oh, we'll go with you did okay I like that I like the way you think <laughs> <laughs> and as I as I took it you know just a little half stride in to kind of hook the guy's stick and kind of hold him up a little bit he, he came in and we kind of met he may have gave me a little push I mean it was nothing malicious at all it was just kind of one of those you know guy trying to make some some space and what he did I started to fall so as I twist my body uh, to the right to kind of go with a fall, because I'm already in my brain thinking, all right, as soon as I fall, I need to get back up because we're in our end, and, you know, I still got an opportunity to score, or, you know, make a good pass or something. And as my body rotates around, my right skate uh, kind of it just grabbed an edge. This brand, that brand new steel locked into that ice, and as my body continued to fall, for whatever the reason, my right leg didn't continue to rotate, and it just kind of stopped. And I remember I was down about a 45-degree 40, angle going to the ground thinking, okay, I got to get up. I heard the snap. I could actually hear the, uh, the, the tibia snap in my, in my leg. Okay. I was like, oh, I just hope that was just that ankle popping out of joint. And then when I hit the ground, of course, I looked down and my whole body's twisted to the right. I'm actually laying on my right shoulder and my foot, my skate was still sticking straight up at a, you know, at perpendicular to the uh, ice at a 90 degree angle. So that's why I know, Oh, this isn't good. And uh, Jordy Trottier, who's been on the show, uh, he was, uh, he was coaching and officiating that game or standing right over the top of it. He has some interesting takes on it. So uh, long and the short of it is ended up with a uh, broke the bone right above the ankle joint, dislocated the ankle and also tore the ligament, that kind of holds everything together. So I had like the triple whammy. The, the they said they see a lot of these injuries in skiing. In skiing, okay. Is it because of a super super stiff boot? Exactly. It, it's because of the boot. And and if you look at where the break occurred, it was just <laughs> a couple of inches above where where the top of the boot is. Now I don't know if that played any role or if that just happened to be. You know, for whatever the reason, that's where the bone broke. But uh, it was kind of one of those freak things. You know, I just caught that edge. Uh, I could do that 100 times, and 99 of those times I would just fall down, get back up, and right. be on my merry way. But for whatever the reason, uh, this time it was – I had the, the one in the 100 times that, it, that it, you don't come out of this real well. And, uh, yeah, I ended up with this injury. I, I've got this on – I'll, I'll uh, put this video, uh, video Wednesday morning right? with this upload. Yeah, I've got a video of it, of all things. It was great. My wife was taping it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll repost this on our Instagram, which you can find at midlife hockey crisis. I'll put this up Wednesday morning with the, uh, as the, uh, as the, uh, podcast is released. Now what happened next? I know you probably got carted off. You went to the hospital. What, 
what'd you do? I mean, did they start yeah. surgery then? Or, I, I remember you sending me pictures. That, and Right after it happened, like I said, the only thing I was really concerned with David at the time is, number one, it, it didn't hurt. It never hurt. As I was laying there, there was no pain whatsoever. Uh, but I knew something bad had happened in the, really at that point, the only thing I was really concerned with was my, was my foot and ankle swelling up and then not being able to get the skate off and having to cut it off. I was like, man, I just spent almost uh, 400 bucks. Hell no. Get, so at this point, I'm on the ice. Go, they're, go, they're going, let's, let's, let's get you off the ice. I'm going, yeah, get, get me off the ice and get the skate off. So they caught me over and just kind of unceremoniously dropped me off at the bleachers like, uh, okay, <laughs> later, dude. And they go back to finish the game. <laughs> and my wife comes over, and it was a, it's February. It's cold, so I, I got a layer on underneath my, uh, underneath my gear. So I started taking the gear off and got everything down to that last skate. And this, uh, while I'm doing that, Judy ran back into the locker room, which I'm sure uh, she'd never been in a hockey locker room before. So I'm sure that was a, uh, uh, an experience of a lifetime that, that she may or may not ever be able to forget. I'll have to get her on and ask her one time. Uh, but she came she'll back buy, and was like, She'll buy the aroma <laughs> candle later. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, she started packing Glade plugins in my uh in my hockey bag after that <laughs> but yeah it's, uh, after that we ended up uh, going out uh had another big non-event i unlaced the skate and i was like all right just pull it off just one two three pull it and whatever happens happens uh and she pulled it right off and there was again no pain i was like well okay that that's not so bad uh she ended up pulling the car around i hopped along the side of the of the of the glass at this point i still as far as i know I, maybe i just have a dislocated ankle uh we go to the er hang out there for a little bit uh took some x- x-rays they go yep you uh you got a mess there uh they uh again splinted it up sent me on my way on a pair of crutches and uh, i had a, an orthopedic surgeon consultation three days two days later is that right two days later on a okay. tuesday and uh yeah on thursday morning uh, they wheeled me in for surgery and uh, did their thing. Now, do you have screws in there? Did you have screws at the time? Yes, I did. Or? Oh, boy. They, again, they got it all. They, had, uh, they, they put a plate in, a uh, stainless steel plate to hold the bone together uh, that had, I think, four screws holding, it, holding that together. And that's still in there. The big one, the cool one, was the, the three-and-a-half-inch screws, stainless steel, that they went, they went right in through the bone, and that was to hold the tendon in place. And unbeknownst to me, that's the all the stain, the weight stain off of it, because I was on crutches and one of those little knee scooters uh, for the better part of six weeks, was all for that tendon. Because once they put that big piece of stainless steel on that bone, it's like, if your leg ever breaks again, I can tell you where it won't break, and it's going to be anywhere up and down that stainless steel, because it's not going anywhere. Uh, I actually had a couple little accidents on my scooter uh, in the house. I've got a, uh, a main floor, and then our bedroom is a step down. And I thought I'd mastered yeah. the technique of rolling up, hanging onto the door jam, and lowering the scooter down, you know, the, the six or eight inches or whatever it is, and then stepping off with my good foot and then knee on the scooter. And this time I just missed. And your instinct is you're falling to your right, stick your right leg out, which, of course, I did. And I went, I mean, I just hit it square on the bottom of my foot, and I thought, oh, this is going to hurt. And, again, never hurt. And it was like, wow. Yeah, and never ended up using pain meds or anything. I think I took them for once or twice, and then they were giving me a headache, and I kind of threw them away after that. So, so two questions with that. First one is, um, with, with the plate, is that, how long before they took the plate out? What's left in your leg? And also, sure. you said you didn't use a lot of pain meds. Do you right. have some left over that you're willing to yeah. 
<laughs> I can either Let's confirm the or, die, or maybe his prescription still sitting <laughs> in the medicine cabinet. But no, the uh, the the plate stayed in. It's still in there now. And, and unless all this, unless I have some issues with it, later in life with it starting to rub through, he said we'll leave that in there. There's no reason to take it out. And then the uh, the two pins that were holding the tendon in, uh, one of them broke uh, at some point. Who knows? It was sometime between. Uh, the final surgery to remove it and my final uh, uh, appointment because they were, every time I'd go in, they'd x-ray it. Uh, so that took a little longer to dig that out on the second surgery. But yeah, the, the plate's still in there. I think there's three or four screws that, that actually hold that, you know, and mend the two pieces of bone together. And yeah, they'll, they'll stay in there, you know, like I said, until you know, forever, unless there's uh, some kind of issue with it. And I th I'm trying to think here, that one is April and they finally took them out in it was the end of July, so May, June, July, about three months, about three, I think it's 12 weeks altogether when it's all said and done. Uh, and, yeah, once they came out, the, the day that the screws came out, uh, they stitched me up. It was a week after that that they took the stitches out, and I thought, I've been this long, I can make it. But the day that they, they took the stitches out, I left the, uh, the uh, surgeon's office and went straight to the ice rink with the skates on, and I, my thinking there is get over the mental block. Just get out there, see what's going on, see where you're at, and, you know, kind of take it from there. Yeah, I do remember. I remember you skating really early. I do remember something breaking in your foot after, and you had to go get it looked at. Um, so you immediately threw those things, your, your screw, whenever you were talking about your screw. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be heat when they were uh, pre-op before they took the, uh, the hardware out. He goes, well, this could take anywhere from, from 10 minutes to, to an hour and a half. He said, if the screws are in there, he goes, everything's all good to go. Literally, he goes, we'll go in there, pop them in and out. He said, you won't be in there 15 minutes. And, of course, I'm, I'm out, propofol, Michael Jackson's uh, uh, drink of choice. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm out five minutes, five hours, five days. I have no idea. But when I woke up, he goes, yeah, one of them was broke. So I had to kind of dig it out from the other side. So it took a little longer. But I don't think it made a big deal. Uh, it didn't really hamper yeah. any of the healing or anything like that. Now you skated relatively early. I remember. I was it the day you said it was the day. Yeah, it was the, very early, the, like really. I, the early. day the stitches came out, I, I didn't. I didn't go. There was. I think I had four or five stitches after the uh, the surgery, and I was at that point. I, I wanted to skate then, but I was like, you know, if I tear these up, you know, this is just gonna be that much longer for it to heal. And it's like I think they, I think it was two weeks actually after that. Two weeks. I'll take the stitches out. I was like I've waited all summer. What's another two weeks at this point? But yeah, the day they popped those stitches out, went straight back to uh, the Carmel Ice Stadium and realized just exactly how much <laughs> what I'd learned I'd already forgotten or had lost some muscle memory of. But man, what a great day that was, buddy. I can't tell you how good that felt. Right. Well, did you have rehab? Like what kind of, I mean, I, I don't want to play this out to, to scare too many people because injuries happen, you know, crap it, happens, it but... It does, and, and I'll tell you what, this is one of those reasons, too, that uh, USA Hockey, which pretty much every rink in North America requires you, if you're going to play in a league, to have a USA Hockey membership. And part of that USA Hockey membership right. is insurance, exactly. It will pick up whatever your own health insurance doesn't cover. And if you're one of those people that, uh, that doesn't have any health insurance, then it picks up pretty much all of it. Um, I think when this was all said and done, we were under $1,500 out of pocket for uh, uh ER visit, surgeries. Uh, I think I did have to buy the knee scooter, which I turned around and sold it on Craigslist or, or Facebook Marketplace right after I got huh. done using it. But yeah, we, uh, we started physical therapy, started the, uh, the week after the surgery, which I was very surprised at. I was a little surprised when, because you know, I'm just following their directions and she pops me up on the table and, all right, move your foot to the left. I'm like, are you kidding me? She goes, I'll move it. 
it was like, and it moved a little yeah. bit. I was like, oh, yeah. wow, All right, cool. We moved it left. It was like, oh, look at that. Hey, I, I figured it would be stiff and clunky and uh, painful, but, you know, again, all through that, just had some great physical therapy people that, uh, you know, they were all sports med people, so that made a big difference. That really helped out. That's one thing that I'm learning in school is how quick, uh, you know, off the, off the operating table, they send you right into PT. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are a couple of things I had you do? I mean, I don't want to dig too deep in the wood, woods, but like what kind yeah, of stuff it, did you have to do? It started out just very simple. We, uh, it was uh, with, uh, you know, elastic bands. Uh, you know, you, you see them all over. You, you, you've seen oh. them at the, you know, everything from Target to, uh, to the gym. And it was just uh, uh, working on uh, range of motion uh, where I would just literally flex my foot forward and backward like you're operating a gas pedal. And then uh, yeah. moving left side to right side by putting resistance on the opposite end. And eventually that graduated to where I would, uh, I would stand with one foot flat and the other one on a uh, – uh, oh, what's, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. The, uh, the, the exercise ball with a flat bottom um bosu ball oh yeah, yeah. So that yeah. would actually be flipped upside down and what i would do there is i would then roll that around in a circle where i would touch the edge of it to the ground so you'd have the you know the round part down foot on the flat part you just roll this thing around concentrating on touching the edge of it all the way around as you did it and then again that was rotating the ankle in a you know 180 or 360 degrees going each direction i did a lot of that it was uh, about the time that we could put weight on it which is when i could start walking uh, I think that was right at the end of April. Yeah, because I'm sorry, the first part of May, because my big fear then was I wouldn't be able to go to the Indianapolis 500. And I'd missed one of those since 1973. So that was a big motivator for the for physical therapy. But yeah, once I could start doing that, start doing some uh, some leg presses and uh, calf extensions on a, on a weighted machine. And that was also cool because I could now go to the gym and start doing a little bit of a workout on the bike. I could strength stuff, anything that did involve putting pressure on that leg. But um, I, I attribute that for sure as to what may be able to get back on the ice so quickly. <laughs> Excuse right. me. After all that happened, for sure. Um, no, that's awesome. And if you have notes, I mean, on a personal note, I, I want them. If you have some sort of notes, I, we're going through <laughs> all that stuff now. You know, range of motion, that kind of stuff, plans, uh, the way the plan is built out. Your discharge. I, think, yeah, I, I think I still have a, I have a binder somewhere that has all that in it, Dave. I'd be happy to share that with you. Yeah, yeah it's cool. super, super educating. Education out of that would be cool. But, you know, it, it, like you said, I, 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 I don't tell this to scare people, but it is, you know, it's, it's a reality that, you know, let's, let's be real. The, the, the injury I had, uh, they said skiers get it, and you'll see it anytime there's an ice storm. Somebody steps off a porch or something, uh, yeah. and, and your foot catches wrong, and it's the exact same injury. So, you know, it's, yeah. You need to you, you need to respect the game, respect the fact that you are playing on ice. It is it is hard, it is difficult, and uh, you know there's some things you need to be made aware of. I know I'm much more sensitive now to when I see somebody fall down going towards the boards. If I see their feet out in front of them, which again, it's not how I got hurt, but most ankle injuries come from people going in the boards feet first. I, I had one where I took a tumble. Uh, a game you and I were playing together. I was playing against your team. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. and uh, I. I thought I would rather hit this board's face first than I would feet first. And I, and I kind of went down, I kind of finagled around or I kind of pancaked it with my, with my arms and knees and didn't get hurt. But yeah, I mean, that flashed through my head. I just, it's, it makes you a little more conscious of decisions you make on the ice. I, I, I think in the long run, uh, it, it's, it made me a better player. I know my, just from doing the physical therapy, cause it, it occurred to me about, uh, about three weeks into it. It's like, if I do all this work on the right side of my leg, now my left side's going to be ankle's going to be weak, so I better start 
you know, training that too. So I started actually right. working out, doing the, th- the therapy exercises on both sides. But yeah, it's the better shape you are going into it for sure, the easier it's going to be to come out of it. Yeah. And my scare for anybody that's listening is, you know, TJ went through this. It was miserable. You know, uh, you know, as far as this kind of an injury goes, I don't want to get too deep here either, but you know, I think what do we, a couple hundred people playing between Carmel, Fishers, uh, Viper, you know, um, there, I've seen three, three right. freak breaks, three freak break. Yours was freak. Uh, you know, we had Blake on the show at one point, his was a freak mm-hmm. accident. And then the same right. with some other guy like, right. a couple years I ago. Think- a week, I think the week after I got hurt, he did the same thing, playing on the same team. Or he played on our team or subbed on our team and would play the game after or something. Which was made me nervous because I played on the team after that. And it was, <laughs> you played break. He played break. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's my turn now. Uh-uh. But, you know, <laughs> I think for me, you know, I'm biased too because because of the physical therapy stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, using this off time, you know, it, it's where your diet plays in, your exercise plays, yeah. it, plays in. You know, we got to keep skating. We got to keep keep this you, kind you of gotta keep moving. top of mind, right? I, I, you, I'm scared how many breaks and injuries we're going to have. You know, coming back that first couple of weeks. Well, the law of averages says you're going to have some kind of injury at some point, and it could be to the extremes to where I got hurt, or it may just be a bad case of tennis elbow or some or some some type of tendonitis in, in a in an arm or something. But again, I, I go back to I think the better physical shape you are going into it the easier it's going to be to recover. And just like you said, this, I, I, I think I commented on this uh, as I was sitting around because for the first two weeks, literally I did nothing but sit on a couch. My big fear was uh, I'm going to sit here and just eat and gain a bunch of weight and uh, never be able to come back from that or, or spend, you know, spend the next year and a half trying to lose the weight that I gained in, in two months. And thankfully that didn't happen. Uh, it was weird. I didn't gain any weight till I got back on my feet. That was really weird. That's another show. Right. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and yeah, and that's, it's, I'm eating, we, we went shopping. We're still on that, that shopping uh, trip from when the whole, everybody went and bought everything. So there was just garbage left. So, you know, we were eating this boxed food and that's the thing. <laughs> like I, I ran today. Um, you know, that, that is the thing. It's like, these are freak injuries. So I, I don't want us to scare anybody. Um, you know, y- we are off right now and you were off back then. What are some things mm-hmm. that you had to relearn? Uh, one of the first things I had to relearn just getting back on the ice was, was the muscle memory of what it was like to skate. Uh, I had been at that point, it was February. So I, I had started when I figured out that I was going to be playing hockey. Uh, one of the first things I did was I found a skating coach. Uh, and I worked with JJ Beck for quite a bit, a couple of times with her, her brother, Ryan, um, who are big here in the, uh, in youth hockey here in central Indiana. But uh, it, it became evident right away. A lot of the stuff that I couldn't do, uh, that I'd learned, gone. Uh, it was just too long of going and not doing it. So I really had to go back and relearn. And it, it probably took me, it took me a week before I could step onto the ice and feel comfortable. And then it probably was another two weeks before I felt like, okay, I can do you know ninety percent of the stuff with my skates that I could do before I got hurt. And, uh, you know, that, that last 5% took a little time. Uh, of course, the, the, the conditioning goes right out the window immediately. And when you, when you got your foot in a boot, I'm sorry, you can't, yeah. you can't stay. You can't keep your cardio. It's just not going to happen. They tell you you can ride a, a stationary bike. But when you're pedaling on a stationary bike, when you got one leg that's, you know, big around as a trash can because you have a big boot on it, right. it doesn't make very very comfortable so you don't do it very long. Um, and outside of that, that, that was probably the, really the big things. I, I, I took that time to study a lot 
you know, a lot of we've talked about Coach Jeremy again. Uh, the minute I yeah. could stand up and kind of prop myself up on one leg, I was I was using my shooting pad uh, on my deck. I was making I had to do something to scratch that hockey edge. There's like I was like, there's no way I can go. <laughs> three months without doing something hockey uh, come and watching you guys uh, do stick and puck, even just sitting there helped quite a bit, just, you know, with the, the psychological of it for sure. No. And I remember that. I remember you wrote a recovery. I mean, you, you worked your ass off. You, you a couple different skating coaches, <laughs> you know, you were at stick and puck three or four times a week. You brought all the stuff out, you know, uh, I mean, kudos to you. I, I couldn't imagine going through that. I haven't, I haven't gone through one yet, but um, you know, you and Blake, I'm just because I know you two. Uh, Blake's a little more audible lately. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we're taking a break about like, oh, this hurts or that hurts. Do you have any residual pain or do you have, I mean, what, right. what kind of stuff can you explain? That? Now, every once in a when I first got uh, back into skates where the incisions were, it was a little tender. So I ended up getting these uh, little makeup sponges. Uh, literally on the way to the rink, I stopped at a Walgreens uh, figuring this could be an issue. And I get these makeup sponges. So I kind of tuck those in the, uh, in the boot up around my ankle, I tighten up and it was kind of one of those. It was, I don't even it didn't hurt. I wouldn't call it uncomfortable. It just, you knew it was there. It's kind of like if you've uh, maybe got a blister on your hand from raking leaves all day. And the next day you get up and grab the rake. It doesn't hurt, but you, you know, that little, you know, little injuries yeah. there. And every once in a while, uh, I can feel just a little discomfort uh, if I'm making a really, really super hard left-hand turn, you know, doing a crossover, trying to, you know, trying to turn around in a hurry, and especially if I'm fatigued, which leads me to believe it's probably a little more the muscles uh, that run up and down that, that particular bone that probably are a little more fatigued and maybe not quite fully recovered from that. But, I mean, outside of that, I, I certainly think I'm a better player now than I was before I got hurt. I mean, it's got nothing to do with getting hurt. It's just got to be I've been playing a little longer. Um, and I think, I mean, that weekend, those two weekends, uh, our last two weekends on the ice, I played, you know, two back to back, I played, uh, played our game and filled in a game. So, um, outside yeah. of that, no, I mean, it was, and he told me from day one, he goes, Hey, he goes, he goes, once this heals up, he goes, you'll do everything you were doing before. Don't worry about it. And you know, this guy, I'm looking around his office and I see all these pictures of athletes that are certainly much more accomplished than I am or will ever be. And they made it. And I was like, all right, if these guys can do it, I think, I think I'm going to take the guy at his word. Right. And, you know, we go on and on about videos and I know videos are nothing like actually getting your ass out there and doing it. How important are, were those videos to you on your, you come back? I would say, I I think they serve two purposes, Dave. One was, uh, again, the psychological aspect of it. I felt it, it gave me the ability while I was sitting there on the couch with my leg propped up to feel like I was doing something constructive. And then also figuring out, okay, how, you know, how in the short term, once I can stand up again without, you know, needing some support, how can I, you know, take this shooting drill, this, this dry land shooting drill and, you know, modify it to what I can do. And then the second part of it was too, is the fact that, you know, before I got hurt, you know, I was gung ho all laid up with hockey. I was skating uh, again, one of the joys of being self-employed, I was skating two to three times a week and that was suddenly right. gone. So time that maybe I could say, well, I could sit here and, and watch a video and maybe learn something, or I can go skate. A lot of times it's like, eh, let's go to the ice rink. I'd rather skate. So, you know, it was kind of like uh, it did give me some time that I, I wouldn't have had under other circumstances to, you know, start watching some of the Coach Jeremy stuff, some of the other stuff I was watching that I was real interested in on yeah. positioning and, and, you know, offensive responsibilities and defensive responsibilities. Again, for a guy that only been playing three months, this is stuff I didn't know. 
So I think on that aspect yeah. of it, you know, that was probably the, you know, the, the positive aspect of the, of the extra time I had. Yeah. Cause your hockey smarts have, I mean, even me too, I, I, you know, right now I'm looking at videos, but your hockey smarts have gotten ridiculous. And now you well, got the training you. center, man. Um, <laughs> Islander training center. <laughs> you know, I, and yeah, I, I know I, when I drove by my, my, for those of you, I, you know, I went home for a couple of funerals over the last two weeks. Um, yeah, and I, I, dro- dude, I drive by. It blows, it, man. It, it, it just, it, man, when it rains, it pours, man. Yeah, two and two weeks. But I, what I think is my, both of my grandparents on different sides of the family, they were just like, you know what? I want to get Dave out of the house. So I'm going <laughs> to, <laughs> that's the way I'm going to think about we'll it. They'll do anything for you, anything in the world and for both, you. For- both of them would, but yeah, I beeped you. I tried to beep you on the way out and uh, the place is looking good. Um, you know, there we're not playing hockey right now, which effing sucks, yes. but somebody somewhere is in a cast. There's somebody listening right yes. now. You know, we are pretty powerful in the media world as far as advice, uh, you know, throughout the <laughs> land. We are experts advi- on our own opinion. <laughs> you know, we absolutely are. What's a piece of advice that you would give somebody right now listening to us that has a boot, that has a crutch or a sling? What advice would you tell them or maybe give them about the crap that they're going through that you went through? I would say take your physical therapy every bit as serious as you did your game. Because that is what is going to be the key to getting you right back on the ice as quickly as possible. Uh, to me, it was never it, it, it was never even a question as to well, you know, you get this list of exercises, or you're supposed to do this three times a day. Well, I was trying to do it four or five if I could, or you know, if they're saying doing you know do this for for three sets of ten. Well, I'm doing three sets of twenty. And I want to see how far I can run that up. My goal was I wanted to go when I went into physical therapy. This is the competitive part of me now. Uh, whatever she was, the, my therapist was expecting, I want to just blow it away with, yeah, I've got that, you, you know, come on, we need to speed this up. You need to give me something a little more challenging. That was kind of my goal. So I, I, again, in all this, if you fart around and you get discouraged and you don't do your, your, your therapy stuff at home, I mean, it's, it's just like, you know, two steps forward, one step back all the way or buckle down, stay focused. It's hard. It's super hard, especially, you know, eight, nine weeks into this. But just, just stick with it. Just stick with it. Work it as hard as you do your, your game. And, you know, it'll be over before you – it will be over at some point. I would – no, that's great advice because I would say that PTs are probably the smartest and most handsome uh, and most ath- athletically skilled people on the planet. I noticed that. Uh, there was a room full of them. I just walked <laughs> in going, man, I just feel very attractive all of a sudden. I don't understand. You know, <laughs> and if somebody's injured, if somebody's injured right now, I just advise you to wait two years, a uh, year and a half, wait a year and a half so I can help you. That would be fantastic. <laughs> just, um, just learn, learn to live with a limb for 18 months. <laughs> just, just stick with it. I, w- I will help you. No, you know, I don't, I don't know if you can, can you tell me where you went? Is that is something you can share where you went? I'm curious because there's all yeah, kinds of settings. In Central Indiana, it was uh, the Beltway Surgical Center, uh, which is part of Methodist Sports Medicine, uh, is who I worked with. Okay. Uh, and it was really neat. It kind of, you know, I, I <laughs> ask anybody I play with, they'll say, oh, yeah, you, you, you coach, asshole, shut up. That would be the people who play with me. But I, I'm kind of a coach by nature. And as my kids were growing up, I coached Little League basketball. And I did have a player who I coached that uh, went into the NBA, was a first-round draft pick, Jeffrey Teague who uh, last I heard oh, yeah. I was placed for the Minnesota Timberwolves. But uh, 
he had played uh, he still has a home here in indiana and he in fact he played for the pacers for quite a while actually actually was the second team after he was drafted by the atlanta hawks played there for a couple of years and the pacers picked him up but um i'm sitting there in physical therapy and it was kind of cool i look over and uh i look at my therapist i said uh that guy over there i go is that jeffrey teague and she goes well i can't really say and i go well you know i explained the situation i go well when he was you know he was uh, about six uh, I coached him in basketball, and I said I, used to, I was going to go over and say hi, but I don't, you know, I just want to make sure that I haven't seen the guy other than on TV, <laughs> you know, twenty yeah. some years. Yeah. I didn't want to fool myself and go, oops, never mind. So it was kind of cool. I got to say hello to him, but I mean, I, I knew I was with with people that knew what they're doing. When you see somebody plays for the in the NBA, laying on a table, literally right next to you, you're like, all right, yeah, you know, you're you know, you're in the right spot for sure. Oh, absolutely. Did he write you a check right then and there for his skill development, or did you have to get that later? <laughs> well, I left it. I, I, I go, hey, I don't want to bother you. Just send it here. I gave him one of my cards and ran an off. invoice? I don't know if he lost it. Uh, I don't know if, if – I, I don't know. I, uh, I have to find out who his agent is and probably send that back. But um, yeah. I'll start with breath now. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I – I think it's cool. I think it's a cool story. It's a story of comeback. I mean, it's super crappy what happened to you, especially at the time, you know, relatively early. I think it's awesome that, you know, you've done the things you do. I love your shout out to the PTs. Um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's badass. You, you've worked your ass off for this. Sorry about all the cursing folks, but like TJ worked his ass off for this. Well, thank um, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Just to come back and, you know, it, it, it sucks. You're celebrating your year anniversary doing nothing. Um, <laughs> but it's not yeah. this time by no fault of my own. Right. No, I just, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Come back. I mean, you, you drive yourself, you're an inspiration to probably a lot of listeners to me, myself, you know, just some of the drills we, we go through, you know, uh, I, I want to give a man. shout, shout out, out to you. a guy that I, I met on Instagram. Hockey dude is his uh, name. He's a skateboarder uh, who just started playing and had a very similar injury uh, about three weeks or two weeks after I got hurt. And uh, on a skateboard, though, he, his, his injury wasn't playing hockey, it was on a skateboard. And it was literally, it's like, if there, whatever complication there could be, this poor cat had it. But it was kind of neat that, that we kind of held each other accountable as we were going through our rehab because we kind of, you know, uh, private message back and forth, you know, hey, how's it going? What'd they do here? What'd they do there? And it was kind of neat. And I was able to get back, uh, I was able to get back on the ice, I think about four and a half, five months before he was, because they just had all kinds of issues. But it was kind of neat having an accountability partner like that. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things, other people are going through it. And like you said, it's just kind of, you're not alone. You will get through it. Take it as serious as you're taking everything else in your game. And you said hockey noob, right? Yeah, N E W B. In yeah. fact, while we're talking here, if I can talk yeah, I and follow, I follow him. Our our hockey team follows him. I yeah, follow yeah. him. Dude's awesome. Yeah, he it's reminds great. me of Sean Zilstrup. He reminds yeah, me of exactly. Sean, a friend of the show. You know, guy, guy's awesome. Yeah, I I was just on. I was just on looking, and it's funny because he'll send pictures of himself falling down, busting his ass. <laughs> Dude, it's pretty it's funny true. sometimes. If you want to check him out, it's hockey.noob, N-E-W-B. His name is Chris. Uh, just reading, really, he says, I'm a lifetime, lifelong skateboarder trying to learn ice hockey for the first time in my mid-40s. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, no kidding. But, uh, yeah, he, and he's, he's done a great job of documenting. Uh, he, he even made his own uh, range of motion uh, device, which I thought was pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, oh, he, nice. he was – he was he was like I was. He was just chomping at the bit to get to get back. And he does a lot, a lot of inline training. Uh, just I think his work uh -huh. schedule 
them. So if you want somebody interesting and fun to follow on Instagram, that's, uh, you know, uh, hockey.noob, N-E-W-B. Uh, check him out. Shout out, Chris. We'll be a player. So there's our shout out for the day. Yeah, anyway. I, I, I second that. Yeah, the dude's funny. He said he's had a video up uh, yesterday or the day before of him uh, rail sliding in all hockey gear. Yes. I, yes. I used to skateboard. I used to skateboard <laughs> before I rollerbladed. So I, I'm like totally following this guy. Yeah, I used to be a thrasher. I used to love Tony Hawk and, you know, all, all the Christian Soy, all these guys, man. Mike McGill. My brother lives in San Diego now. And oh, he's out there skating with them. And his son, Ben, my nephew, is skating with their kids. I'm like, God damn, this is cool. You know? <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy nonchalance is like, hey, I'm hanging out with Mike McGill. He used to be a pro skater. Uh, he's like, hey, man, Lance, Lance uh, you know, Mountain, Tony Hawk. I'm like, come on, man. These are my heroes. But yeah, no, it's just cool. Hanging out being cool. Just, just being, being guys. Dude, I keep looking at that uh, beer you're drinking. I got one. You crack one open. I'm doing the summer shandy. This is, this is my, the Wine and Kugel summer shandy. Uh, kind of backed into one of these. I was at a friend's house, and this is all they had left. I was like, all right, how bad can it be? And got a swear, like, damn, that's good. So that is my summer beer. And despite the fact that we're supposed to have a wintry mix here uh, tomorrow, which will be Wednesday. the day tomorrow, this- right? Yeah, it's like, get out of here. So I will be indoors with the garage. Like, yeah, we'll be working on the on and in the, the Highlanders uh, training facility tomorrow for sure. Well, I think after next week, man, I'll be open. I'll, I'll come out if you're, we can wear a mask or whatever because – uh, I, I'm dying to get out and skate, but man, yeah, you're right. It's going to get snowy and shitty and I've been running, but skating and man. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I think next week we're supposed to have some decent weather, some sunshine and in fifties and sixties. So that makes it a little more palatable for sure. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll definitely come out and bug you, man. Well, Dave, you got anything else for the fine people listening? At uh, home? Keep training guys, uh, guys and gals. We'll, we'll get out of this crap soon and keep doing what you got to do. TJ, thank you, man. Hey, no problem. Hey, thank you, dude. Thanks for the thanks for the for the kind words. I really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, folks, this, this week's show has been brought to you by our good friends at thehockeyarsenal.com. Uh, beer league sticks uh, at expert level quality, guys. You can't go wrong. Dave and I both play with their jealousy. Uh, wow. They've got a, three sticks that are absolutely amazing uh, to fit anybody's budget under a hundred. Uh, the other two under 200 amazing sticks. You can't go wrong. Andy and the crew up there, uh, just the, the customer care is second to none. I invite you to go to their website. Uh, you can check them out on uh, social media too at the hockey arsenal. Also winning synthetics. Uh, just talking about, I've got a huge, huge Amazon order. I got two oil changes in there. Some, uh, uh, oil for my, uh, for my mower, chainsaws uh these are the companies that support us with a financially with a few bucks here and there when we do good things for them uh, that's why we don't ask you guys for any money we don't do the patreon thing or anything like that so uh, what we're asking is when there is an opportunity if you're ever in the market for any type of oil or lubricant for your car mowers lawn implements whatever please give winningsynthetics.com a look check it out see if there's something there you can use and next time you're shopping for a twig uh, make sure you swing over and check out the offerings from the Hockey Arsenal, uh, they get five stars from Dave and I. Uh, you can I talk about them all the time simply because I love the product, but uh, you, you judge for yourself. Check them out. That's all we got. Who usually does our intros and outros. Thanks, Kelly. Great job. And, folks, wash your hands, wash your ass, wash everything that needs to be washed, and take care of each other. Talk to you all soon. Thanks for listening. Later. You have been listening to the Midlife Hockey Crisis Podcast. We'll see you next period.